Welcome to The Jay Martin Show. This is a quick hit with Danielle DiMartino Booth, author of Quill Intelligence. We talked about two things. Number one, her forecast for central bank-issued digital currencies, and number two, her prediction for the next president of the United States. Here is Danielle DiMartino Booth. Enjoy. Like I'm no expert. I don't really have a, a horse in the race, so to speak. But, you know, governments, there's like over, over 100 governments right now are preparing, you know, some kind of a launch of a CBDC. And, you know, def- what's the definition of preparing? Like, who knows? Government of Canada website says we're actively building this out. We have no intention to use it. That may change. It's like, OK, that really means nothing to me. The, the biggest objection that I hear from my crowd about a CBDC and the dystopian outlook is all based around the um, surveillance tool it could be used as, right? They'll get visibility into every single transaction. My And now, and I get that, and that's not ideal, but from my perspective, we're way past that. Like, are we not? If, if you're on Apple, Google, and Instagram or Facebook, heaven forbid you're on TikTok, not, not only is every movement recorded, every keystroke is recorded, every word is recorded, everything your camera sees is recorded and shared. So- Yes, maybe there's a couple transactions that aren't in that data pile, but is that really going to move the needle in terms of changing our life? I mean, I just, the second part about this that I question is like, do you remember that super high functioning tech platform that a government rolled out at scale and it just worked beautifully? (laughs) No, right? (laughs) Because it's never happened, right? So like, do they have the competence, right? To even execute on a plan like this. And, And those two points kind of pull me in and say, there's a lot of sensational hyperbole around what CBDCs might become. And, and maybe I'm missing the boat here, but what do you think about that? So um, here, here comes heresy for people who are worried it's coming overnight. Yeah. It's going to be forced, forced upon him. Jerome Hayden Powell has veto power mm. over his board. He does. Every time he's asked in Congress, he says the same thing. I'll get back to you. We're, we're taking comments in on that. Uh, call my office. We'll talk. He does not want a central bank digital currency. Because of the surveillance aspect of it, but on a higher plane, because if you read Ken Rogoff's manifesto advocating for a CBDC, you get towards the middle of the book and you see that it's a really good way to impose negative interest rates. Mm. Oh, did you say you're not going to spend that money? Oh, mm-hmm. well, we're just going to give it a haircut. We're just going to penalize you for saving. Jay Powell does not believe in that. Jay Powell also is a Republican. He's fiscally conservative. He has seen with his own two eyes Modern monetary theory taken for a test drive. They bypassed the banking system. They took a central bank digital currency for a test drive by the Treasury Department, depositing money directly into individuals' checking accounts. Mm -hmm. Same basic mechanism without the surveillance aspect. What did it create? Massive inflation. Mm -hmm. Massive inflation. The banks are intermediaries in the U.S. financial system because they should be the arbiters of who does and does not get credit. But if you just splash out and everybody gets money, 
they're going to spend it all. Mm -hmm. They're going to have a lower level in the aggregate of U.S. savings than they did before the pandemic. Lowest level of, of savings on hand, I believe, since 2017. Aggregate all of us together, all of our savings accounts. So yep. we spent what we were given and then some. Yeah. And then we put on massive credit card debt. Mm -hmm. Inflation that's been created is just enormous. And that's why it's individuals all do deference to, to Maxine Waters. But that's why it scares the hell out of fiscally conservative people that somebody like her is jumping up and down in Congress to get moving on a CBDC because it's a matter of national security. I say hogwash to that. And I think Jay Powell knows that the whole idea is just full of you know what. The reason that it's somebody like Maxine Waters or a progressive or an extremely liberal politician who's trying to advocate for this is they know that this is a transmission mechanism through which to deliver universal basic income. Yes. Yeah. And that's outside of the Fed's mandate. You would have to rewrite the 1913 Federal Reserve Act. It's against the law for the Federal Reserve to be to, to become a leveraged buyout of the U.S. Treasury Department. Okay. And give its independence. It's against the Federal Reserve Act. And Jay Powell knows it. He's a lawyer. Right. Right. He's the and he knows he knows that legally they do not have a land a, a, a leg to stand on and cannot force the Fed to do it without changing the Federal Reserve Act, which is a slightly different proposition, and it will bring everybody's focus into, oh, this is why as the United States of America, we shouldn't have one of these bad boys. We know we've got digital currencies. And the few times that he has spoken about digital currencies, he has mentioned the banking system, potentially mm. a partner in some way, shape, or form. Again, he, Jerome Hayden Powell is not going to advocate for this. Okay. Okay, now I don't know what it would take to change the Federal Reserve Act. I have no idea what's involved in that process, but um, given given the rising prices of every necessity required to live, you know, a reasonable life, right? The energy to heat your house, the food in your refrigerator, transportation to get to work, all of these costs are increasing dramatically and probably will. Uh, for at least the next 18, 24 months, maybe longer. I don't know. What that means is that living is getting harder, right? For everybody. It's harder to survive. Uh, jobs are disappearing simultaneously, creating a pretty dire outlook. Now, what better timing to introduce or propose UBI than when everybody's hurting, right? And so after Jay Powell has moved on, the next administration's in power, or maybe the next next, you know? And if the economy is still in dire straits and people are hurting and somebody stands up and says, I can solve this by injecting your bank account with cash tomorrow, right? And here's what we have to do to get there. I mean, that's a really attractive proposition for somebody who's it, living it's, it's a very paycheck to paycheck. It is. It's, it's a very attractive proposition. And right now, Las Vegas odds have that possibility as being zero. Because okay. every single poll in the country anticipates the Republicans are going to at least take back the House. Yeah. Yeah. So this cannot happen. And if, like it or not, Joe Biden's approval ratings are the lowest of any president. Mm. So it, it seems like the inflation that UBI created is not appreciated by the people it now it affects the most. The people who receive the most in the way of government transfers are also on the receiving end and being hurt the most by the very same inflation. 
So as but, long as you've got people who remember, gee, remember what we did with the CARES Act in 2020? And then another stimulus package and then another stimulus package and delivering money directly to the people. We created yeah. all this inflation. Hopefully that memory doesn't die off too quickly. Hopefully. Driving, you have to have a Democrat in the White House. You have to have a Democratic Senate and you have to have a Democratic House and you have to have a Democratic head of the Federal Reserve. Yes. Yes. OK. OK. Yeah. Yeah. So you need the stars to align pretty dramatically for that plan to actually move forward. Correct. And that's why it's so critical. That's why that's why Joe Biden was trying to flirt and play with having Lael Brainerd be ch chair of the Fed and not Jay Powell, because the progressives in the party wanted Lael Brainerd because she's an advocate for CBDC. She's said under certain circumstances, maybe negative interest rates. She would have advocated for UBI. Mm. And that's why every time he had Lael Brainerd up to the hill, the stock market went into the tank. Because Wall Street's quick enough to connect the dots really quickly and say, Jesus, we'll have inflation like this forever if there's somebody at the Federal Reserve willing to go along with a CBDC. Right, right. Okay, okay. Care to speculate? If I were to ask you to uh, name the next president of the United States, would you throw a name out there? Gosh. Wow. Um, I mean, that's really, really a difficult question. Um, <laughs> There are no consequences to this answer. I'll throw an email. I mean, you know, it, a month ago, I would have said Joe Manchin. Interesting. Okay. A yeah. month ago, I would have said Joe Manchin as a Republican. Yes. Yes. So a month ago, I would have said Joe Manchin changing parties and becoming a Republican. But he just put his face and stamp on green legislation. So I think he might have alienated that Republican base at this point. But I don't... Mm. Don't know of anybody who could potentially run who would not be polarizing and that's why i would have brought the name joe manchin up a month ago because he's one of the few people who has been fighting for the center yeah okay okay what do you think about desantis i, I think desantis needs to quit trying to look like the second coming of donald trump mm. if he wants to pull voters in from the center and I think a lot of Americans right now are very, very willing to be moderate Republicans. It, yeah. to, just to, I, I think a lot of Americans right now, if, if you could say, what, think of traditional politics, what do you identify with the most after this fiscal spending spree that created all this inflation? They might say, I'm kind of a moderate Republican at, at this point. And he's yeah. not that. He's a radical Republican. He, so, he, he is right now. Now, I always wonder if people play that role. Mature. He can mature. Yeah. After he wins the Republican nominee, then he suddenly pivots, becoming more centrist. Um, yeah, we see that sometimes. We're, we're kind of watching that unfold right now in Canada. We have our first like firebrand politician that we've had in a long time named Pierre Polo there. And I think he's going to offend too many Canadians to, to maybe have a real shot, but I hope I'm wrong. He's coming across as maybe Canada's version of Trump, like far from it. You know, it's Canada's version. We're just more liberal country in general. But, but uh, I think once... He wins the conservative party. He will start trending towards the center because of exactly what you just said. You know, he's got to win over the party first and then the country. Yeah. Um, and right yeah. now, the country, whether you're talking about a moderate Democrat or a moderate Republican, the silent majority in the very center of the United States, which is the vast majority of Americans, don't have a candidate. No, absolutely not. Yeah. And probably feel kind of like I do and that I've sort of been a centrist my whole life. And I don't feel like my opinions have changed, but suddenly I'm sitting in the, 
in the, on, on the right. And I don't think I changed much, right? But everything else did. And suddenly exactly. here I found myself. That's because, that's because you haven't changed, but politics has. And yeah. we, live, we, live, we witness the extremes in the public purview. Yeah. And, 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 and it, was, it was definitely an extreme that brought the CARES Act into being. You have to think about who signed it into law, who was formerly a New York Democrat. But it's been at the extremes that we've made some really bad policy choices in the United States. And I think I'm hoping Americans can remember that. Yeah. OK. Same thing in Canada. I hope people remember the importance of electing an adult as your leader after this current administration. <laughs> All right. Where can we push people, Danielle, to find more of your material? Where should we send them? Uh, so come to quillintelligence.com. Um, it's just it's look. I, I toot my own horn, but I but I hear it from our clients. It's just the best research out there. It's completely unbiased. And it's innovative, created, and interesting. So it is. I'll second that. I second that and I highly recommend. Also, a book that's aged very well is fed up. Pick up a copy. Um, I highly encourage everyone to do that. All right. Look, Danielle, thanks so much for coming back on the show. I really appreciate your time. It's great to be here today, Jay. Looking forward right. to it. All right. If you enjoy my content, do me a favor, follow or subscribe to this podcast, drop me a rating and a review and share this with a friend. All of these things allow me to get bigger and better guests on the show. Now you can catch me all over social media at jmartinbc. Thanks for tuning in.